What's up and welcome into Broside Broadcast. My name's Derek. And my name is Blake. And Blake, surprise, yeah. pop quiz um, time. All right. I love trivia, dude. There's this like place called Dat Dog uh, Uptown and they used to do trivia on Wednesdays. And like you just have like your picnic table, your friends and somebody with a microphone yelling out trivia. We would always be like the winning table too. So it was always fun. There's a local place down the road from where I live called the Wrigley Tap Room, and I worked there when they right. first opened up. And there would be a trivia Wednesdays also. Why tri- why is trivia always on a Wednesday? <laughs> I think it's because it's on Hump Day, okay. and it's just like you know what? I just need some trivia to get me through the rest of the week. I think so. Everybody's like working nine to five and getting off of work, and it's mid midweek. It's good good time for some hot dogs and uh, uh, tequila. <laughs> So it was hot dogs and tequila for you. For me, it was like farm to table, like grass fed beef burgers and like craft beer. So good food and trivia seem to go together. Right. That sounds so fresh and delicious. Now, you don't know this, but I have some trivia prepared for you today. Oh, man. Okay, let's go. What is the name of the fictional town where Stranger Things is set? Now, would you like fill in the blank or would you like multiple choice? The choice is yours. Ooh, let's go with multiple choice. I'm going to need a little assistance on this. <laughs> so choice A is Hawkins, B is Chatswin, C is Happiness, and D is Eerie. Well, it's totally Hawkins. Correct. It's okay. Hawkins. So, as soon as you said it, I, I immediately remembered and uh, shamed myself for forgetting. So let's see how you do on this next one. I don't feel like you'll get this one right. <laughs> Let's see. Which series follows a family of adopted siblings who have superpowers? A, the Umbrella Academy, B, the Defenders, C, Space Force, or D, Raising Dion? It was the the, uh, first one, A. The Umbrella Academy? Yeah, those guys. Is that your final answer? No, yes. (laughs) Okay, that's the right answer. Okay, all right. (laughs) And one more. All right, let's see if I can nail this one. Let's see if you can go three for three. Yeah, I didn't know the last one, but I knew it. I knew it because I think you had talked about that show before. Now, I could see, what's his name? Steve Carell just like adopting people to be in a space force. (laughs) Did you watch that, by the way? No, I did not. I kind of forgot about it. Did you see it? I watched about half of the season. I enjoyed it, but I had also just come off of watching The Office. So that's like one tone, and that's really hard to follow up with. Right, because you're going to be expecting Michael every yeah, time. Yeah, Michael Scott all the way. So I guess you have to like pick up that show later, just kind of put it down for a minute so you can appreciate, the, appreciate it the right way. Probably. Now, I do know that they have a second season coming out at some point. So I'm sure a lot of people will go back and watch season one and then mm-hmm. binge season two. Which is always fun as well, which is what I'm doing right now. I'm watching Euphoria, which is pretty interesting. Which I know nothing about other than there's like a lot of sex. (laughs) Yeah, there is. A lot of phalluses. So I recommend it if that's what you want to see. But So the last trivia question for you today is, who created Black Mirror? Which is a Netflix original. I don't know this one. Have you watched Black Mirror? I've watched a few episodes off and on, and because you don't have to watch them consecutively, you can watch them even out of order. Yeah. I was kind of okay with that, but I think at that time I was looking for something that that I can just 
watch with continuity and it's a true and it's a pretty good show it's kind of dark at times though it's probably what i liked about it the most if i remember correctly they stopped coming out with like new stuff because around the time that they stopped was when covid hit and they just said too much real stuff was going on and people didn't need even more you know that's true i I remember that because they were like it's too real to what's going on right now we don't need to make people even more paranoid so the reason that i wanted to start the episode off with this is because netflix is starting trivia quest on april 1st i saw that which will be like this interactive experience and it looks like um it's trivia just like how that trivia crap Tri- trivia crack game that was on i don't know if you've played that but i was like i was i was with everybody playing that for the first two weeks until we got disinterested was that like a couple of years ago and by couple i mean like eight years ago i guess it was i would have to say about seven to eight years ago yeah okay because i remember like sitting in applebee's with friends and like everybody that was the start of like when smartphones really became like something that was glued to your face yeah, I would have to say that that definitely reminds me of that time for sure. So we were all sitting at Applebee's playing trivia and like all that. But yeah, it's coming to your TV now or tablet or whatever. But it's interactive and I'm pretty I'm pretty interested in playing this. And it's like a like a new episode every day, which is interesting and I think it's a smart move on Netflix's part because it keeps people coming back every day and people are not just going to come to play one game and then like leave the app or turn their TV off. Right, because they have a story that goes with with the game. So you're I guess you're finding out more as you go. Now they had tried something like this before with Black Mirror uh, Bandersnatch. Was that when they gave you the option to choose like the different ending? Yeah, it was like this interactive game kind of, but depending on what you selected, it had a certain outcome. So it was interesting, but at the same time, like kind of weird. Yeah, so I guess that was like the pioneer interactive show. And I guess they, I guess it kind of worked for them. So they're, they're pretty confident in trying this out. I think for something like that to like really pan out, and get like widespread acceptance it has to go beyond stuff like black mirror because if you think about it (laughs) there's only a small demographic that likely really likes black mirror kind of stuff like your average viewer is not going to be into a dark show right this is a little bit more general like family oriented (laughs) yeah you have to have (laughs) something more family oriented because black mirror you probably listen to metal or some sort of alternative music. You're probably used to some sort of darkness in your life already. Oh, absolutely. But like you said, it's going to be a daily thing that they have on Netflix. And it looks like correctly answering the game's questions will also help free the friends of the protagonist, Willie. So this will have a story. So what happens if you answer wrong? I guess your friends die. <laughs> and that's where the darkness comes <laughs> there in. There it is. So if you're looking for a Black Mirror-esque type show where you can decide the fate of your friends and foes, then uh, just be ignorant or answer wrong on purpose. If you guess rightly, it's rated G. But yeah. if you guess wrong, it's like a brutal death rated R. What happens if like you're, in, you're not active for a little while 
and it's like right before Netflix wants to ask you if you're still watching, but like you're making out with your girlfriend or something. Then the nothingness happens. And then they shame you. That's yeah. And they're like, Blake, you're responsible for this death. This person's blood is on your hands. <laughs> and then my life becomes its own Black Mirror episode. So there is also a villain in this. His name is Evil Rocky. Not just Rocky, it's Evil Rocky. They got really creative with this. It's not Evil Ronnie. He's not stealing your pizza. It's Evil Rocky. (laughs) I don't think Ronnie was evil. He's just a little underprepared. I don't know what uh, Evil Rocky's deal is, but I wonder if there's a good Rocky. I'm also kind of curious if they're going to take this off of Netflix after the 30 days because there will be 30 episodes in total starting on April 1st Mm -hmm. up until the end of the month. Like I just said, you know, I'm wondering if they'll take this off of Netflix and be like, catch us again in June when we have this whole new adventure. I guess it would be like part two. They can make it seasonal like they're doing the Stranger Things episodes this year because they're doing volume one and two and splitting it up. I guess it's like you play the game and do you play episode one and everybody knows the questions? Does everybody play the same game? I would assume so. Yeah, so then I guess it would be fair to, man, that's some pretty good spoilers right there. People giving away answers just to save their friends. Yeah, everyone's (laughs) on Facebook like, hey, what did you say to Rocky to get him to like pull the gun back? (laughs) That's definitely going to (laughs) happen. Spoiler spoiler alerts for for, uh, trivia quests. Because the article said, Willie vows to save hostage citizens. I mean, how how is Rocky holding these people hostage? <laughs> this is kind of mean. See, when I first like saw this, I was like, well, that's kind of kiddish. And then the more that I read, I was like, I don't know. This is kind of brutal. Right. I wonder if he's like waterboarding them <laughs> and just making them suffer. And they're definitely going to spoil this because they're already spoiling Batman. And I think it's been a couple of days. So I'm going to have to go see Batman earlier than I anticipated because people are already giving, wanting to give away everything. Which, like you said, just a few weeks ago, it's the fact that there's another Batman movie that exists that people are going to hate on it. Like, people are out there hate-watching it. They're walking in, not even trying to enjoy it. And, like, I'll be the first to admit, I have my doubts. But as long as it doesn't, like, straight-up suck, like, it's okay. From everything I've heard and seen before... I think it, I would really have to try to not like it. So I think that's exactly right. So how much does the production value matter to you when it comes to a movie or a TV show? Like, how much does just the look of it matter to you? Because I'd say that we have to be like the one of the greater portions. It ha- okay. I'm, I'm attracted to a movie if it looks good, first of all. Right. It has to look good. And then also the cinematography has Mm -hmm. to be there also. Exactly. Because I'll go back to a movie very optimistically if they had the same director or like the same production team, because I'll look that stuff up along with, you know, if the if the uh, the actors or someone I want to see, too. Now, on the flip side, in the last few years, there's been movies that come out that are entirely based off of like it being on a computer I know there's that movie called Unfriended, which was kind of a dumb horror movie kind right. of thing. I think the acting was pretty okay in that, from what I recall seeing it. But yeah, it's pretty out there. But then there was another movie that came out a few years after that. 
I can't think of the name of the movie right now, but it was actually done very well. This guy's daughter got kidnapped and then he like used the internet to like scour everything, used her Facebook. Yeah, I think I think I've seen this too and I can't remember the name of it either. It was that same premise but done much better. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it from a production standpoint, pretty much the same thing went into it. There wasn't like any kind of elaborate sets or cinematography mm-hmm. to be done. So that's where like an important story also comes in. Yeah, definitely. But like you said, the cinematography looks really great in this movie. And I've already said before that Matt Reeves did the uh, Planet of the Apes movies. And I thought those looked pretty awesome, too. Oh, for sure. So as far as the Batman goes, I'm visually interested, which means that the only thing that there's left to be done is just deliver on the story. Pretty much. And if you get that and the action... Three hours of it. So there has to be so much story in there. For sure. And the fact that it's not like an origin story also, because we've seen enough of those. Exactly. We don't need to reboot that hard. We know the the origin story, which is a focus that I'm glad they went on. We can move from from that part. But speaking of like visual spectacles, (laughs) Avatar 2, they said it won't be delayed again. So it's actually going to be a 22 release. I guess at this point, they have to stick to that because it's March right now. Absolutely. And they know people are going back to the movie theaters. I think that's what they were trying to wait and see. They've seen other movies pull really good numbers. So I think they're jumping on board while they can. I definitely agree with that because especially for 21, it was kind of like hanging up in the air. Are people returning to see movies in the cinema? Which for me, like that's a really important experience. Have you been back to the theater since? I can't remember if you've seen a movie yet. Yes, I have. I saw... Oh, Spider-Man. Demon Slayer. I'm so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, Spider-Man and then Demon Slayer, Mugen Train. I saw the dubbed version and then I saw the subbed version. There is a difference in like experience with that. And like that was really enjoyable. And then I'm sure I've seen like maybe a couple of other ones. It felt so good to to be back in a movie theater. You can pop popcorn at home, but there's mm-hmm. nothing more enjoyable than having like movie theater pop popcorn. Is that what you get? A popcorn and... I'll get a small popcorn and then if the theater has it, I will get Twizzlers. And then like maybe a slushy or just a Coke Zero. Okay. Because my go-to is popcorn, Twizzlers, and a Coke. Because Twizzlers I can just eat constantly yeah just constantly you never run out of them and you don't get a bad stomach ache after i've said it before i could sit there and eat two pounds of twizzlers we could like do a podcast and eat a bucket of them like if evil rocky came up to me and held me hostage i'd be like don't give me the twizzlers yeah not the twizzler treatment (laughs) no not that but do you put butter on your uh, on your popcorn or that butter flavored oil that they have yes okay how much of it do you do you get? Do you do you abuse it? I abuse it. Oh yeah. I definitely abuse it. You got to shake the popcorn up a lot so you, you can yeah. get all the angles and it can go down. For sure. That's the experience I want. That's what I like. I don't go to the movie theater to be healthy, okay? We're sitting there for like <laughs> 2 hours for the Batman 3 hours. I'm not sitting there thinking about my health. <laughs> There's okay? a reason they don't put gems in theaters. That's not what we're there for. You're sitting in the dark. Can you imagine a uh, a movie theater that has what are those things that you sit on in the in the gym? You pedal a bike? No, not a bike. Like <laughs> maybe they have treadmills or um, that it's like the step thing. 
A stair stepper. Elliptical. That would be difficult. You're watching movies, eating popcorn, drinking your maybe Diet Coke on an elliptical. And they have like treadmills in the front. That's just too far. I guess it is. <laughs> That's not the kind of movie going experience I want. <laughs> Give me my Twizzlers, Evil Rocky. <laughs> Stop holding me hostage. But yeah, Avatar 2, how excited are you to see this? I'm not. I'm not either. So what was your experience with the very first Avatar? It was like everyone had to go see that movie. It was like around that time where really huge, big movies came out. And no matter if you wanted to see it or not, you just ended up there and seeing it. I guess like some friends want to see it and you're just like, okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll tag along. I'll go with you. Which at the time that it came out, I was 17 years old. So you were probably like 23. 23. Yeah. I can't imagine that my 23 year old self would have <laughs> had like any kind of interest in that. I can tell you what it was. Back in the day, they had CD stores. Okay. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's very foreign to a lot of people. But they had movies and stuff as well. It was an FYE. Yeah, FYE. Yeah, for your entertainment. And it was a pretty decent job, I guess. And of course, all the people who worked there were always entertained, uh, always into like entertainment, music and movies. So if that group of friends was going to see the movie, of course, you're going to Applebee's <laughs> before yeah. you do that. And then you're <laughs> hitting the theater. So... That's what 23 was like for me. That's so funny. There's Applebee's right next to my home theater. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They know That's what's true. up. That's <laughs> true. You got to get your uh, loaded potatoes beforehand. Right. And your uh, $12 burger. I like their burgers. I had, I had a steak there not too long ago and it was actually pretty good. When I was a teenager, I thought that the burgers were like as legit as they got. They had that A1 steakhouse burger with the fried onions on it that was my favorite that. one oh yeah you know to this day i still have to have fried <laughs> onions on on a burger i love that like it's a preferred topping just it adds that texture to the burger for sure yeah and that a1 sauce the moment i smell a1 sauce i want chicken burgers and chicken are the only places that a1 belongs on it should never Don't put touch that anywhere a steak, a steak. no, no. Don't, don't be, you're being that person, especially if it's like a well done steak. So we both get the same movie theater snacks. We had the same takes on a one sauce. This is perfect. So absolutely. I think that the most thing we have in common is food, but we both watch mythical kitchen. So that makes sense. Right. That makes total sense because they will, they will spoil you with great recipes. So take me back to December of 2009 the first time you watched Avatar, what did you think? And did you go 3D or not 3D? I'm pretty sure it was 3D to get the, the full experience. I just remember not getting into the story. I thought the faces were cool, but I thought the acting was pretty cool. And I know it's the same technology that they used for the TMNT movies. Okay. It's the same ones that Avatar pioneered. But I just remember leaving the theater feeling like I got nothing out of it. Wow. So yeah. we had vastly different experiences for first time watches. And I guess visually it was pretty cool, but that doesn't go far with me if I don't believe in it, like the plot. I remember I went and watched it three times in the first week that it was out. And that's mostly due to going with like different groups of people. Right. It was like, oh, I've not seen it yet. I was like, well, I'm hanging out with you. I'll go anyway. And I enjoyed it the first three times. 
because of the obvious things, it being visually appealing, like the 3D factor and it lo- looking so crisp and sharp. It looked amazing. Maybe I should revisit the movie, but... But not in 3D. It loses that effect. You know, I do remember that. I do remember people saying, go see it in 3D. It's not the same. So, you know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of like a movie being an amusement park ride instead of a movie. Yeah. You know, as much as I like to be entertained, that's just not what I'm there for. But I'll definitely have to watch the first one if I'm going to watch the second one. At this, at this point, you have to because it's been 13 <laughs> years. I guess I would actually, actually want to see how the CGI would have evolved since the first one. Because if it, was really, if it was really crisp, which I do remember that it was on that first movie... I'm having to think that this is probably going to be just as crisp and looking pretty fresh. I would hope so with how long it's taking because it doesn't take 13 years. Because if you think about the original story, it's basically a ripoff of Pocahontas. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've uh, heard that reference before. And like, that's fine. Like stories throughout different cultures mimic each other. You'll see that all over the world that... You could be on different sides of the world, but there will be different stories that essentially make the same point of, oh, if you do this, then you'll be rewarded rewarded in life. And in Avatar, it was, hey, you really should not like impose on a native tribe that's already established. Right. It's a, it's a whole fantasy world like meets the Matrix, right? Don't they like put themselves in different bodies? Yeah. Put themselves in the CG blue bodies. You know, I had never thought about the Matrix ripoff side of it either. Right. I think that's what I remembered from it. But my thing is, like, was the internet really asking for this movie to be made? So, I won't lie. I was kind of keeping up with this over the years just because I was curious when it would come out. Because I wanted to see where they would go next with it. But the thing is, is that you keep on waiting and waiting Mm -hmm. And eventually you just lose interest. Yeah, like a Miss May I album. Yeah, you just keep waiting and waiting and then it's March and there's still no promos or singles. So it's like, how am I supposed to stay interested when the last release was in 2017? That's a long time. That's a pretty big stretch. But one of the uh, Century Studios executives says that he doesn't think that they'll have trouble bringing people back. And I beg to differ. Right. I I feel that way too. And they're already talking about sequels to this one. And I'm thinking... Well, there's established there's going to be up to five Avatar movies. All right. Well, they're pretty confident in this. And that's the problem with this is that they're writing sequels that no one is necessarily asking for. Right. There's a difference of people wanting the Batman and knowing that there's sequels coming out for that and then Avatar. I think the number one problem with Avatar is that when the initial movie came out, it was the millennials watching it. When I was a teenager was when the first one came out. So you have to think about your target audience being teenagers because teenagers go out to the movies on dates, or at least they used to. I've not been a teenager in a minute, (laughs) but like that's your standard teenage date. Why do most movies get rated PG-13? 
Oh, that's for, because it's targeted towards teenagers. Exactly. They want to reach as many people as possible. This says th- PG-13 says, hey, all teenagers, this is made for you. Yeah, PG-13, you can't say fuck more than twice. And in rated R, you can say it as much as you want. Fun fact, that's the actual rule. What about some really disciplined teenagers that go on dates to movies that are only rated PG or G? I think you have some very wholesome kids, some wholesome Gen Zers. All those youth group kids going to see the PG movie. Listen, Gen Zers, if you're listening to us right now, <laughs> first off, follow us on Instagram. You should be on there already. That's My right. bad. Wait, you're on TikTok. Right. <laughs> but follow us on Instagram at Broside Broadcast. Leave it in the comments. By this point, we've made a post, new episode, and tell us where you go to for dates. Let the millennials know here. Yeah, we're too old to uh, be in touch with this. We need to know if you would go see a PG or G movie. <laughs> do you go to Applebee's? Yeah, do you go before? to Applebee's or Ruby Tuesday? Right, because that's a classy date. <laughs> <laughs> I think the number one reason people will come back to Avatar is out of curiosity. That's all I have for it. But like I said, times are much different now than when the first one came out. Because tell me, were you streaming Netflix when the first Avatar came out? No, I was watching the OC box sets. Yeah, streaming was not a thing yet. So now people will literally wait Oh, well, I'll just watch on streaming in like three or six months. Yes, and I was also on MySpace. So was I. And that was like right when Facebook became a cool thing. Man, high school was so fun with MySpace. But enough of that. Let's talk about Jason Momoa being in Fast and Furious 10 as the villain. His last name is easier to say when you don't look at it. I wonder if he's going to be a better villain than Evil Rocky. I don't know. Evil Rocky knows the uh, the Twizzler treatment. I think at this point, Fast and Furious has gotten too serious for like what it's supposed to be. But family, Derek, family. <laughs> Even like real life has like started impacting the movies because The Rock will no longer come back because of his beef with Vin Diesel. That's strange for two buff bald guys to just be beefing with each other. Everyone started watching Fast and Furious the last few years because of The Rock. Everyone likes The Rock. When do you ever hear people talk about Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel was never in Moana. And Vin Diesel is also isn't in like all these random like Disney movies either. Like, well, look, I have to take that back because he is the Iron Giant. And that's a real soft spot for a lot of people. That movie's like 30 years old. Yeah, it's pretty old. (laughs) But The Rock was in Jumanji, the new Jumanji movies. Which was great. I didn't watch those because I'm an OG Jumanji fan. See here, we're we're telling our ages on this episode. (laughs) Way too much. But I love way too much. Man, the original Jumanji, you can't you cannot beat that. I would watch that five times in one day. It was like the best summer I've had. I think my problem with the newer Jumanjis is that They made it like too jokey and everything when the only kind of follow up that there should have been was a movie that matched the tone of the original. The tone was off. Because like the original was serious. Again, cinematography for like the 90s was like spot on. Yeah. 
spot on and they didn't have like all the things that we have now like even the cgi was amazing i didn't mind the i didn't mind the new uh jumanji reboot i thought that was i thought it was pretty good but i haven't seen the second one yet but i think for the new jumanji i'm sure the movies are good it's just something that as like an og jumanji fan you have to go into with like not expecting it to be jumanji right but i liked it i thought it was great I thought like how they made it kind of well. You you didn't see it, so I'm not even going to talk about it. But Jason Momoa being a villain. Have you watched Aquaman? Yeah. Okay, so he can be pretty intimidate intimidating. He was also uh, that guy in Game of Thrones called Drogo. Yeah. Yeah. But how how hardcore villain is he going to go with this? It has to be rated PG thirteen. <laughs> So it can't oh, be this that is going to be a great teenager movie. <laughs> See, that's where they especially yeah. get get it because at this point, Fast and Furious has been around for twenty years. Fast and the Furious makes me think of soap opera. That's pretty like, much what it is at this point. It's a action-packed soap opera. Like it's good as a date movie, and it's like good if you like meathead action movies. Now I don't want to be that asshole that was like. Oh, I remember when this movie was about cars. <laughs> there is that person. Like, I definitely get that. Some of the stuff that they did in like 5, 6, and 7 when it became less about cars was kind of cool. I thought like one of those movies was act, like actually really good, but then it fell off a little bit afterwards. Like them using cars to do other cool stuff was pretty cool. Oh, I yeah. know I just said cool a whole bunch of times, but... Hey man, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. You know what would be cooler? If Jason Momoa made better movie choices and went with, like, a Bond villain. That I could respect. Because, like, Fast and Furious 10, that just feels like, okay, we had The Rock. He was a big, bulky dude. So we have to replace him with another Samoan. (laughs) I'm not sure if Momoa is, is like, a Samoan, but, like, visually similar. Samoan. It rhymes. It's fine. And it's so funny because like The Rock was, I guess, the villain in Fast and Furious 5. But then like the next movie, they were like teaming up together. What kind of name would Jason Momoa have if he was a Bond villain? Evil Rocky. <laughs> Damn you, Evil Rocky. <laughs> and Bond has to, uh, he has to vow to save hostages by answering trivia questions. <laughs> Wow. Damn it, you answered Space Force. Now now <laughs> someone's getting their head blown off. <laughs> We're going to kill The Rock because I'm Evil Rocky and this is The Rock and there still could only be one. So he dies first. I love this James Bond plot. This will be great. Let's write a screenplay for this. Now there is another sequel coming out that I think a lot of people are okay with and that's I Am Legend 2 and that's in development right now. I'm completely okay with this. Like you've seen Avatar three times in the theater. I Am Legend is that movie that I've I've seen three times. That was one of my first in theater rated PG-13 movies. Were you on a date? I was not on a date. I was only 13. You weren't allowed to date at 13? Well, I was short and fat. so. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Christmas Day and it was like a tradition to go to the movies with my mom on Christmas Day. But, like, she didn't want to watch I Am Legend, so she went and watched something else, and I watched I Am Legend. Do you know what she went and watched? I have no idea. 
It was probably like some lame Christmas family movie when they still made those. Which, by the way, have you noticed, like, Christmas movies don't really come out anymore? But then we, that's what I was about to say, but then we relate them as being a Christmas movie, even though it's not a Christmas movie. It just came out at that time. I think the thing is, is that at some point, studios had to realize that nothing is going to beat the classics. Because everyone already has their Christmas movies that they go to. Some better than others, for sure. What Christmas movie could come out in 2022 and be like, you know what? This is a new classic. Maybe like a horror Christmas movie would do pretty well. But I would expect that to be like an hour and a half. Pretty pretty much it was like Macaulay Culkin was the villain the whole time. And he's just angry because he was left home alone as a child. <laughs> so now he's the villain. And in, instead of like just injuring people, he just tortures them with Twizzlers. And he's a meth head, but he decides to be a vampire. Wait, no, that's American Horror Story. So, <laughs> No, they already wrote that. But I am legend. This is going to feature Will Smith. So first off, excellent decision, bringing Will Smith back on for I Am Legend. I think that'll make it feel like an I Am Legend movie. Not just a cheap like reboot or something. But they're also bringing in the basketball superstar Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I forgot. It's the one. Okay, it's a different guy. Okay. Yeah, it's not the A-tier Michael Jordan from the Chicago Bulls, six-time champion with Scottie Pippen. <laughs> Scottie Pippen was... I may was, be a Chicago Bulls fan. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Scottie Pippen was my favorite <laughs> basketball player back in the day. He has said some uh, <laughs> things to bring him down from that throne in the last year just to sell a book. Right. <laughs> and I am disappointed. So disappointed. If I had his jersey, I'd be worrying about uh, which goodwill I'd be bringing it to. Which, you know, he came out with his own whiskey. Which, if there's any person that I think I would trust to come out with the whiskey, it would be a retired basketball, basketball player. player. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. You know, whenever Brett Favre retired, I was wondering when his gin was going to come out. His what? Gin. Oh, gin? But it never happened. You know, those athletes that have so many missed opportunities. See, for a second, I thought you said gym. I was like, is he really addicted to going to the gym? <laughs> His gym is a tractor in a backyard in Mississippi. Is it for people who say they retire, but they decide to not actually retire? Like he cuts down trees in his backyard all day and then hangs his hat at, at, on his uh, ranch. But for I Am Legend 2, I'm really curious to see where they go with it because... There was an alternate ending, and I'm not going to say spoiler alert because you've had the last, mm -hmm. what, 17 years? So if you've not seen it, this is your fault. Don't say you're a I Am Legend fan if you've not seen both endings. But basically, he like has a grenade and like runs into the uh, yeah. horde of zombies. Which I didn't like that ending too much either. No, the original ending is perfect. I thought that was fine, but a lot of people were disappointed at how the vampires were zombie-like. So I hope that issue is fixed in this. I guess for the time that it came out, it was fine because that was before like everyone was doing zombie stuff. So they are doing zombies before it was cool. I also didn't like how there was like a head zombie. I think it was mostly there to show that they were still intelligent. I got that part. It almost seemed like at, at, 
like more towards the end like he became like this leader of the vampire zombies right so i kind of didn't like that a little bit but for the most part i could watch that movie all the time i guess my issue with michael b jordan being in this is that i guess it kind of feels like it would be will smith like handing off the torch to michael b jordan I guess so. I don't think he's going to come back like it's your son or... But like Will Smith to me was like always an A-list actor and Michael B. Jordan is, it's in his name, a B-list actor. (laughs) Oh God. Are you hating on him still from Fantastic Four? That movie was so underwhelming that it took me a second to realize he was even in that movie. (laughs) He is just an underwhelming actor. I can't think of any performance that he's had that I'm like, okay, he is a great actor. No one else Mm -hmm. could do this. Nothing that really sticks out for me either, but he was. Because he was in Black Panther. Right. And even his performance in that didn't sell it to me. If there's anything that I feel like a director is trying to sell me on Michael B. Jordan, it's just his appearance. Because he's not a great actor. Right. Aesthetically, he's a pretty good looking guy. So he kind of fits many roles. Yeah, but that's about the extent of it. But that's about it. Yeah. Like I'm going back to I Am Legend 2 for Will Smith. That's who I'm going back for. Absolutely. Definitely want to see him reprise his role. As far as we know right now, it's just in development. So unfortunately, I would guess that would be like a late 2023, early 2024 Yeah, especially if we're just hearing about it right now. You can almost expect 2023, 2024. I think it would be like a summer movie. I don't know because the first one was, like I said, Christmas. Maybe that might be the right formula for that kind of movie. But thinking about it now, only the the biggest blockbusters come out at Christmas time. So for the sake of not having to compete, you're probably right. Either way, it's definitely a movie that I think I would take the time to go see in a movie theater and that's without seeing the previews that's true but i think that's actually all we have for this week all right thank you so much for listening if you're not already follow us on instagram at broside broadcast we post some funny polls on there sometimes and then of course it's just a good way to uh, stay in contact with us so do that and do you have anything else for us blake comment on the episodes on instagram let us know what you like what you don't like we're very open to it let us know that you watched the episode what was your favorite part right and let us know where you went to on dates as a teenager and i want to know if you still find applebee's a classy establishment also what do you eat at movie theaters what would michael b jordan eat at applebee's (laughs) he definitely takes people on dates to applebee's All right. Well, (laughs) thanks again for listening. My name's Derek. My name's Blake. And you'll hear us next Monday. Right on.